You are listening to episode one of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Today we're going to talk about how you are not alone. Do you really know that? Do you know that you are not the only mother struggling with your current challenges? Well, let's look at how we can no longer believe that physically being absent from someone is the cause of why you would feel alone. At the end of this episode, you will be able to know that you are never, ever truly alone. I'm Danielle. I'm a Catholic mom who is also a life coach to other Catholic moms. I'm in my mid-40s now, married to my incredible husband, Mark, for 20 years, and we have three teenagers, a 13-year-old son and two daughters, twins, who are 16. Yes, two new drivers in the household, which for sure has required some sessions with my own life coach. It doesn't seem so long ago that my kids were babies and the feelings I had of being overwhelmed by life with so much to do with three young ones still translated into all the things that have to be done with three teenagers, which will in turn keep going when I have three college-age children and then all the mind management I'll need when they all three leave the house. The point is, It really doesn't end this need and drive for help during all stages of our motherhood. And this is why I am doing the podcast. Because in addition to my coaching practice and now podcasting, I love to organize anything and everything. I'm a self-professed neat freak who likes to live clutter-free, have things neat and pretty in their place. I could get lost for hours in a garage clean out or closet or any room for that matter. It's just fun and satisfying to me. I know others, sometimes they say it's weird. I think that insight, that insight about me may help you realize why I'm a life coach, because life coaching is another way of shining a light on people's often disorganized and chaotic minds. I know that even though I like to declutter and get rid of things, I still find myself with a mind and emotions that just feel out of control sometimes. And I love helping others feel better and more at peace about having an organized mind, which leads to a peaceful mind, which ultimately leads leads to a peaceful life. This podcast aims to help Catholic moms find peace of mind in your life, no matter what stage of motherhood you are in. If you desire to have transformational change, where now there is struggle, all while increasing your faith along the way, Well, this is the place for you. So let's dive into today's episode. In this episode, you can expect to learn that at times you may feel alone. However, you can be assured that you are never alone. You see all the things around you that you are struggling with, and it feels as if you are the only one. But let's find relief today in knowing that other moms are also going through what you are going through. They're having the same thinking and feelings you are. You should care because once you see, I mean truly to unlock the truths that you are not alone 
And it is from there that you can move past quickly feelings of guilt and loneliness, despair, or any other of the emotions that come when we choose to believe that we're the only ones going through this. And then we can move forward in life and our motherhood to create amazing, great things. I will show you how the default thinking and belief that you are never alone in this life journey, or at least certain aspect of it, isn't true. I will show you how the default thinking most of us can fall back on makes us believe that we are alone and feel lonely when in fact it isn't true. I want to help you with two ideas that you may call on now or in the future if you are feeling as if you are alone. One, that all of us mothers go through times of feeling that surely it's only me who failed, who sinned, who dropped the ball or behaved in such a such a manner. Nobody else would be such a terrible mother as to, you know, fill in the blank, insert whatever you would that would follow those words. And number two, our Lord Jesus Christ is with us every single moment and has even promised to never leave us or forsake us. And therefore, you could never be alone. Let's look at the first point. You are not alone in your motherhood. We all go through such similar journeys, patterns, and experiences, which is why there are millions of books published on the subject, right? Through countless conversations with my own mother, my own girlfriends, the mom's playgroup that has now morphed to a mom's book club, <laughs> I've seen moms brave enough to speak up about their struggles, be vulnerable about the emotions they are feeling, and confess some actions they took where they are not so proud of. But it's in their courage and my own, if I let myself open up to others, where I find that they believe that they are the only ones, and I'm believing I'm the only ones, one who goes through this particular hardship that we're telling each other at the time. We believe that what we do and say, the things that we wish we hadn't done or said, and we feel horribly guilty in one way or another, I've had many of my own experiences when I thought, surely no one else does this or says this. I'll give you two examples that come to my mind easily here. The first was when my two girls were small, young enough where they were still taking a nap during the day. I recall that I wanted desperately to have some alone time. I was tired or exhausted or had something what I felt was important to do at the time. I just wanted them to sleep so badly. And I remember them waking up and I just felt terrible. I just said, no, it wasn't long enough. I need more time. And so I went to their door and I held the door shut as the two of them got up and came over and were saying, mommy, and, and they wanted to come out, but I so desperately wanted them to just realize that they had to stay in there, but I didn't want to say anything. So they knew I was there. So I just kept the door locked. And I just remember, obviously I'm telling you it now, how guilty I felt. And I said, I know that other moms, they must not do this. Like that's terrible. And I just felt guilty on who would do that. But the truth is lots of moms do. Lots of moms find themselves doing things or saying things that they probably never thought they should. But 
what I'm trying to bring up for you today is that in those examples of when we miss the mark, when we fall short, it isn't that you are alone in it. And by knowing that, and that if you find yourself able to talk to someone else about it, you can then find the relief that you're looking for. And probably from that relief, you can feel better about making changes that you would want to in order to better your motherhood. Another example I have to share about this is when I saw my neighbor outside in passing and I knew she was a young mom of three like me and I could just tell during our conversation when we met up outside our house in the street between us that something was bothering her. I could tell from her demeanor and her body language. It told that she was feeling anguish. So after some genuine compassion on my part, she began to openly admit what was bothering her. And she told me that she had just come from yelling at her kids and was particularly distressed about telling one of her daughters to, quote, shut up. After my internal relief of finding out that it wasn't like a felony or a crime that warranted jail time that she was upset about, um, I spent the next half hour consoling her that she was not alone in this, how I too had lost my cool many times and probably would strive for the grace of patience and gentleness a thousand more times in my motherhood life, that I might not have said those exact words to my children, but I'm sure it was something of the like at times. And I really was able to let her know that I know that she's not the first mom who lost her cool and she wouldn't be the last. I told her of stories I know to be true from other friend conversations I've had. Yeah, we mess up. We do things we never thought we would when we were praying to God to answer our prayers to even be a mother in the first place. But you are not alone in this. You are not different from other moms. We are all going through the same challenges, the same struggles, and it is in the openness of communicating with others that you learn that you are not alone. But even when you don't talk to someone else about it, you have your own self-talk that you do in your head, right? It's what we default to believing about our worth when we mess up. But it's so important to not let your own thoughts try and tell you that it is only you, that nobody else would do such a thing that what you said and did has any bearing on your self-worth. We'll definitely get to that subject too on a later episode. The second point I want to make today is that you are not alone in the notion that God is always with you. God is permanently, irrevocably, and eternally with you. He's walking beside you, carrying you, talking to you, listening to you, and helping, guiding, and loving you. Always. I mean every minute. So there is that wonderfulness to think on in times of struggle. We all know the example of the poem Footprints, or sometimes it's called Footprints in the Sand. And if you don't know about it, I'll reference it in my show notes. As a reminder, it's a poem written on a picture of a path of footprints on the sand at the beach. I'll never forget seeing this picture for the first time at my childhood girlfriend's house. Their family were devout Catholics, and there was always beautiful religious items hanging on the walls. Anyway, the poem has a man looking back on his life, and he notices in times of struggle that there was only one set of footprints in the sand. 
And this disturbed him, so he asked Jesus about it, and in the poem, the Lord replied, My precious, precious child, I love you, and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Ugh. I love that thought so much, being carried in the arms of Jesus. I mean, God tells us in Joshua 1.9 to be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love to reassure myself through the scripture that God has said that he will never leave us. Again, in Matthew 28.20, it says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And then we can't forget Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. It is so comforting to just recall the promises that God has made us and to know that he is always with us. So therefore, we are never alone. So I know there are a couple of things you might be thinking like, no, Danielle, I really do feel alone because I don't have someone to talk to about what I'm going through. Or yes, I logically know God is with me, but I don't feel like he is most of the time. And if this is you, I just want you to notice that it's in this line of thinking itself that is bringing on your loneliness. I'll go in greater detail in future podcasts, but I'll touch on it here a little bit now. Our feelings of loneliness or the feeling that we are alone is never caused by the circumstance that has happened outside of us, but always by the way we choose to think about it. So this is such great news. You get to choose to believe that others are out there going through the exact same trials and you can reach out to talk to them, or you can just believe that what you are feeling is normal and not really true that you are the only one. And then believe that God is with you always picture him beside you. Now picture yourselves walking and talking and picture his embrace for he has promised us that he is there. No, not physically. But yes, always in your heart and soul, if you just direct your mind in his direction. So to recap today's episode, we talked about two ways to think about of what I see daily with my own eyes and ears when coaching Catholic moms just like you. And that is that as mothers striving to be the best we can be, we are having the same thoughts and feelings that have us showing up in this life in more similar ways of others than we are different. You have the same human brain as other mothers and are, quote, normal in your desires to change, desires to do better, desires for your family and yourself. And it's from this place of knowing that others face the same things you do. You get to choose the belief that you are never alone, that you can reach out or take others steps of growth that move you faster to feeling better and getting to where you want to go with your life. And secondly, God will never leave or forsake you. You can always turn to him in your moments of loneliness to speak with him about all your troubles or talk plainly as a friend or having him carry you in his arms, only leaving his footprints 
when you are in such despair that you can't walk yourself. And that, my faith-filled friends, is what I'm going to leave you with today. I am so utterly grateful that you chose to not only listen to my first episode of the Peaceful Mind podcast, but you stayed until the end, right? This gives me hope, for I have asked God to make me a channel to his peace. And I know how you choose to spend your time is precious to you. And that's what I have to offer. It's just to make a simple difference in just one of God's vast flock. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, or please share the episode with a friend, or better yet, do both. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to daniellettienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.